0: Hello and welcome to episode 167 of the Pure Hotel Marketing Podcast. I'm your host Stuart Butler, joined today with my band of merry men and women, Bill Fariska. Hey, everybody! I'm Melissa Cavanaugh. Howdy, you and Pete is not joining us today because he has he's a little poorly. He has some symptoms that may or may not be coronavirus, so he's going to get tested, but send him your well wishes and wish him a speedy recovery. But nonetheless, we will soldier on. And this episode today was actually a request from one of our uh, honorary fueligans, one of our listeners out there. So Laurie had pointed out a few episodes back that We had missed the show notes for one of the episodes, and she also suggested maybe we should do this episode that's coming up. So, Phil, do you want to firstly thank Laurie, but also tell us what we're going to be talking about today?
1: Yeah, thank you, Laurie. We always appreciate the suggestions from our listeners, and today we're covering the four must-have components for a successful 2020 cyber campaign.
0: Awesome. So, Cyber Monday is coming up quickly also black friday it seems like everyone's getting started a little earlier this year but this is something we talked about back all the way in episode 28 of the fuel hotel marketing podcast so that was several years ago now some some of the tactics still work very well some of them have changed a little bit but hopefully you have done this in the past and certainly should be doing it this year because now more than ever we really feel like this is an opportunity for folks to get some bookings uh, especially for 2021 when people maybe have a little more confidence that they're going to be traveling a little more. And as you know, as we've talked on the show before, people are already traveling this this year as well. So it might be a double opportunity to, to offer some 2021 savings, but also maybe some winter savings as well. So keep that in mind as we, as we talk through it. And thank you, Laurie, for sending this in. We'll do our best to honor your request. And if you as a listener have shows that you want us to do, episodes and topics that you think might be useful to the listeners out there then please shoot us an email info at fuel travel.com and we actually also gonna flip the s- script a, a, a little bit again melissa guess what what well you know we had a couple of episodes ago we had two reviews and then yes. the last episode we had two reviews we did and then this past week we got another review so people are reviewing the heck out of us i have it right here. Oh. How about that so
1: this is from lacy uh says area director of revenue um she says with her five star review thank you lacy she says very informative and insightful ideas on how to evolve in our industry your topics have assisted in adjusting my mindset to the new norm of guests i would like to know what are some ideas a transient cluster of hotels can do in an esocc heavy market during this pandemic so, uh, when she when she says that ESOCC, that's extended stay occupancy. So I believe that's five days or more. Um, that's that seems to be taking off more so this year. So
0: we need to yeah. answer
1: that question.
0: Yeah. So th- this is a first. We got a review and a question all, all combined in one. So we'll, we'll we'll tackle that a little bit, and maybe that's something we can really dive into on on a future episode. But. We have seen extended stay in general has, has been a little more successful over the last few months than regular transient. But I think there's a, there's a massive opportunity going into the fall and the winter, especially in North America, to try to tackle snowbirds. I think those are the kind of folks that we've traditionally, you know, in some of our resort destination clients, been really able to attract for, you know, 30-day stays, 60-day stays, things like that. So I think you know, look at the types of people that are going to want to stay longer. We've also seen some success with the, these campaigns around things like uh, work resortly instead of work remotely. So come come and do your work from home at our resort instead of at your home. And then I do want to give a shout out to one of our clients, the Shawnee Inn, is doing a really good job on their educational programs. They created a really cool video and have really done some good promotions offering kids' activities in monitored lessons and things like that. So if your kids are being homeschooled right now or they're in virtual learning, then the family can get away for an extended stay, but the kids can still get their education as well. So I think I think it's about, you know, with with, with that kind of five-night-plus stays, just getting a little creative and making sure people understand there's a value proposition there. Maybe get a little more aggressive with your dates and with your rates for like 30-day stays or two-week stays and things like that. And make sure those are things you're promoting. And then always don't forget to go and mine your database, you know, and look through your history and see who are the people that maybe have stayed for longer periods in the time. Try to target them. And then finally, I would say go partner with, you know, local businesses that maybe attract longer stays. So if there's people who have transient workers that are coming in or there's, you know, um, construction workers, nurses work with your local hospitals, things like that. I, th- I think it's about making connections and trying to understand where those extended stay types of um, folks are going to be coming from and the reasons that they're staying, and just go all in on that. So hope- hopefully that helps a little bit. And if you have any more questions, um, anyone else listening there, please submit them, info at or go and leave us a review on iTunes, and we will do our best to read them out. So there. So we're, we we haven't even gotten to the the meat of the episode yet, and we've still got another segment or two to go. So let's jump right in, and see what's going on in the newsarous.
2: With hotel marketing that cannot lose. Now it's time for
0: newsarous.
1: So we have any newsarous this week, Phil? We do. Um, I saw one today. Actually, um, the the title was America's hoteliers launch ten thousand letter campaign to save hotels. Uh, This is headed by AHOA, and the campaign 10,000 Letters, One Purpose uh, is calling on hotel owners and members of the hospitality industry to write to their lawmakers and the White House to employ those two branches to pass a stimulus package that would help ease what's going on in the hotel industry right now. We we know everyone's been struggling, and and AHOA is trying to combat that by uh, really, really forcing the hand of government to to open up a second round of the PPP loans.
0: Yeah, anything you can do to encourage your your local representatives and your state and national representatives to get on this. I think it's something that's needed. There seems to be a stalemate in Washington um, for political reasons more than anything else. But yeah, I think let's let's all put put our heads together, our collectively put pressure on the government to to come and help save our industry. I mean, we're, we're beginning to see some positive signs of recovery, obviously, but sure would help to have a little more um, help from the government right now. So, yeah, if, if you're not a member of AHOR, I would definitely check it out. It, it's a phenomenal organization. Them, along with HLA, do a lot of lobbying, a lot of governmental work that that really helps our industry behind the scenes. So, definitely go and support them. That's awesome. Alrighty, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a curveball here, Melissa. I not prepared you for this. So we just did I, newsaroos. Yes. Now, can you do a jingle for fake newsaroos? Oh,
2: with hotel marketing that cannot lose, <laughs> now it's time for fake
0: newsaroos. So you should be for hotel marketing that can lose because it's fake news. <laughs> yeah.
2: Creativity is not my strong point, Stuart, uh, <laughs> nor is improvisation.
0: If, if, if only we had Pete here today. We well, got to okay. leave the
1: improv to Pete. <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe next episode we can ask him to do a fake newsaroos um, jingle as well. So, Phil, we have some fake newsaroos today. Oh,
1: this one made me laugh. So um, I saw an article that says, OTA spend more and stay longer. Guess who well, did that study? <laughs>
2: Who would say such a thing?
0: Expedia.
2: Yeah.
1: Wait, so
0: Expedia commissioned a study that findings were that OTA guests are more valuable to us than, than non-OTA guests. Shock, yes. horror. Oh, so they're saying they stay longer, they spend more. Yeah, that's, just, that's the gist of it. It just made me laugh.
1: <laughs> it was the most self-serving I get, thing.
0: I get, you know, and it, it's funny coming from us because we do a lot of self-serving things here with, with some of our data. But I think this is you got to make sure you read beyond the headlines right because you might read that as a hotel marketer and say well i need to put all my eggs in that basket but any headline from any source make sure you scrutinize it even from us make sure you look at it from what what is the agenda look at it from where did they get the data from where what were they trying to accomplish with this maybe look at the counter source in if you if you look back at last week's episode when we kind of dug into the social dilemma, you really got to be in a mindset right now where, you know, trust the, the sources you should trust, but also be mindful of what people are trying to get you to do or tell you because you never know. You never know. And you shouldn't just be blindly influenced by people. This, this clearly has some truth to it in that a lot of people that go to OTAs might be booking a flight with their room, right? Which would, Suggest they're probably going to stay longer if they're flying versus driving, right? So that there's probably some some correlation there. But to take the headline, which indicates that oh, automatically anyone that's booking is going to be more value to you, is just nonsense and completely fabricated and self-serving. So, just uh, keep and that I think in they're mind. they're also missing the fact that you don't get the
1: guest information. So when you're talking about the value of a guest, we're talking about the lifetime value of a guest. And being able to reach back out to those guests who book with you directly is incredibly valuable rather than an OTA guest who you almost, you know, you rarely get to talk to again unless you do a good job of collecting their information on property. Yeah. And great point. Can
2: I point out one stat, maybe the stat of the week?
0: All right, you got to um, do the jingle.
2: Stat of the week, stat of the week, stat of the week. It says one of the very top things in this lovely article, it says that OTAs are on the rise because of the preference in getting the best nightly rate. And it says 69 percent. So if mm. you're. Yeah. What's wrong with that?
0: Mm. Mm. I'm just saying, my your, head right now. My face if your gone. best
1: rate is on an OTA, you are doing it wrong.
0: Yeah, we've said it again and again, right? The OTAs are, are great for getting first-time visitors. And so you, you want to use them the right, appropriate way, but you don't want to do everything you can to get them to come back and stay with you directly next time. But the worst thing you can do is to put lower rates out because you're just training people to go to the OTAs. So just just be mindful of that. It's, it's something I hope most of our listeners by now are smart enough not, not to be dropping their rates on OTAs, but I mean, we still see it occasionally from our own clients. Often it's an accident, right? It isn't even done knowingly or on purpose. It's just someone made a change and forgot to change it somewhere else. So just just be aware. It's something you always want to check on. Alrighty then. So we, we, Melissa, you kind of jingled us through this episode so far. So we're going to turn it over to Phil and let him kind of take it away with... The topic at hand, which is Cyber Monday, Black Friday, what's going on? Is this something that your hotel should be participating in this year, and if so, how should one go about it? So Bill, take it away.
1: Yeah, thank you, Melissa, for doing all the jingles. No I- one wants to hear me sing,
2: so <laughs> I don't think they want to hear me sing either <laughs>
1: uh, all right, so we we do get this question quite a bit. you know what should we do for Cyber Monday? Should we do anything at all? Uh, the simple answer is yes. Yes, you should have a Cyber Monday, Black Friday, you know, Cyber Month, whatever you want to call it, deal going on. We've seen phenomenal performance for these type of things, uh, especially over probably the last, what would you guys say, five, six years? Yeah. Seen a steady increase?
0: Sure. Yeah, it's growing every year, for sure. Yeah. And so, yes, we,
1: we definitely recommend it. Um, and I hate to do this to you all, but now more than ever... <laughs> <laughs> people are going to be primed to shop online for Black Friday. Um, many, many, you know, even even the biggest retailers are are canceling their in store sales. So most of that is going to get pushed online. Um, that's that's definitely what the you know, every industry is anticipating. Uh, anyone looking to do their their Black Friday shopping will will very likely be doing it online. So people are going to be primed to purchase. They're you know the purse strings are a little looser, uh, especially this year. And, and I mean, we've seen we've seen the numbers climbing. Black Friday n- online sales in all industries have been uh, increasing since twenty sixteen, and um, we're definitely anticipating a spike this year.
2: Uh, I'm very curious to see what the numbers look like. Yeah, yeah. you, you,
0: you, you got to th- th- think that a lot of folks are going to avoid the brick and mortar this year and really focus on the on the online. I think that a lot of people are counting on that. Uh, not not to say that people won't be going in the store, but I think there's there's the potential stigma and risk of stores trying to drive people to the brick and mortar, right? If if you were someone like a Walmart and you came out with some massive doorbusters and you encourage these big crowds to come, there's going to be a backlash to that right now because of the, the yeah. coronavirus. So I, I gotta I, think a lot of people are going to avoid it.
2: I heard a rumor. and Again, this is truly a rumor. Don't know if this is true, but I thought that I heard that Walmart was not doing a cyber thing because of that. But again, that's totally rumor and could
1: be wrong. You mean, you mean a Black Friday thing, right?
2: Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I've I've heard that as well. Again, I'm I'm with you. I don't know how true that is, but I I have to imagine that's going to be the case. Nobody, nobody wants to be in large groups. Um, especially getting up uh, early in the morning and waiting in line with a ton of people just so you can get in line inside the store and wait for the thing you're trying to purchase it It will be online this year and and we know people are still going to be looking for deals. This is still the time that that people are going to be spending. Um, and especially this year, we know a, a lot of people have have struggled financially. so looking for you know deals on big purchases like a vacation will will be. You know, it will be happening more so.
0: So look at look at when Cyber Monday is this year. It's what November 30th. There's an election November 3rd. There's a good chance there's going to be some kind of stimulus package pushed through between now and November 30th. I have got to think, from a political standpoint, someone's going to someone's going to see that as an advantage. So if people have a little extra money in their pocket come Cyber Monday. Are they going to splurge a little bit? Just like we've talked on the show before about you, Melissa, splurging on a on a vacation. There's, there's this whole band of middle-class America that didn't lose their income, have spent slightly less during COVID, and are at that point where they're like, yeah, screw it, I, I, need to, I need to spend a little bit. So, we'll see. But I think there's going to be plenty of people, although there's a lot of people still really hurting, there's also another group of people that are going to be ready to spend money.
1: Yeah, and... Uh, it, it does. And another reason why you, why you should be having a Cyber Monday deal or Black Friday deal, whatever you want to call it, um, getting as many of those reservations as you can on the books now definitely lets you you yield your rates more aggressively. You know, in those future months when when you have higher occupancy than you normally would because you got all those all those bookings um, now for you know spring stays, summer stays next year.
0: And it, it could also, I mean, you can also use it as a way to kind of fill in some spots, soft spots. If you see November, December, is typically you're getting a certain type of traffic and they're not coming. Maybe this is where you focus on, hey, you can have an extended stay, something like that, through those months. And do, do deeper discounts for longer stays. I think that's the kind of thing that could be affected this year.
1: All right. So we have four must-have components. You guys ready for number
0: 111? one? One.
1: All right. Number one is start your sale early. Um, we've we've already seen this uh, for this year. Some some major retailers, Macy's and Target, they're they're already starting their their cyber deals you know, at, at the end of October, um, early November. Um, we've seen things like you know Prime Day coming coming a little later. So. Um, I definitely start it as early as you're comfortable starting it, but but we recommend starting early, and we we've seen we've seen that work very well for some of our other clients. Um, should you should also know that you know OTAs, Expedia, they have a cyber cyber sale page, and um, while they don't have anything on it yet, they they do state that they're going to be posting deals before the big day. So they're they're even saying that they're going to be starting sales earlier and they know that hotels are going to be starting their sales earlier. So we we definitely recommend starting early. We don't have a definite date that is the perfect date to start your sale, but the sooner the better.
0: Yeah. I I was just going to say, if you wait until the normal timing this year, you're going to miss out. You know, you could have the best deals in the world, but a lot of people already have spent their money come the time that yours rolls out. So you've got to get out ahead of it. I, I think, like you said, October 13th was prime day. that kind of kicked mm-hmm. off the sales season. so don't launch things before you're ready, but I, I think you know a couple of weeks before, three weeks before, even right at the beginning of November is probably okay this year. I think I think you can get away with it.
1: And, and I think people expect it when they when they see these major retailers starting their sales early, they know that hey, maybe I should be looking for what sales are out there um, and they're not they're not waiting till you know Thanksgiving. To, to do it anymore.
0: Yeah, I think you just want to make sure you have a strategy that, that makes sense. You know, and I, I don't want to jump ahead quite yet, but w- one of the things that you don't want to do is necessarily say, here's a great deal and you have 40 days to book it, right? That that That's not going to really move the needle significantly. You want you want to, if you're going to start early, you want to come out with you know, progressive deals for different dates and re- maybe even tell people what you're doing and when you're doing it, when it's launched as well so don't it's not necessarily one deal that lasts 30 days but you might want to start promoting it early you might want to start teasing it have a special preview things things like that so and if
1: and just a, a quick tip if you are going to be running a sale and you know that there's going to be a you know massive run to purchase this sale make sure that your call centers are, are staffed up and ready to handle this
0: and, and your website and your booking engine you know we've seen folks. Obviously not using our booking engine, but where the booking engine just couldn't handle the volume before. So you've got to make sure you're caching things, or you're, you're using a content delivery network where you can to allow the, the increase in demand that can happen unexpectedly.
1: Yes. Prepare yourself.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah. The be worst thing you a- do is to have a great campaign and then not be able to execute on it because people can't book either on the phone or online. That could be devastating.
1: All right. You ready for number
0: two?
1: All right. Number two, you need to convey significant savings and value. This probably should be your best deal of the year, always. Um, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, we were we were saying, hey, don't cut your rates. Uh, do what you can to add value without cutting your rates. Um, that's going to shift a little bit with, with Cyber Monday. Um, People are expecting significant savings. Uh, we would say at, your sale better at least be 30% off of normal rates. Um, we've seen up to 50 and 60% off of normal rates and sometimes higher. Uh, and it 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 is a deep discount, but it is what people are expecting. They're expecting that this time of year. And we're not saying that you shouldn't do the value ads as well. You sh- you can you can make that part of the package, which creates you know overall value and savings within your special.
0: Yeah, and I, I think you got to be careful here because I'm not ever a proponent of just discounting a rate for the sake of discounting a rate. I think this is the one exception where there is an expectation and people are primed to to want a deal, and they're probably you know a 10 percent discount isn't going to cut it. But there's there's ways you can do this, right? You can put restrictions to to receive that that extra discount they have to meet certain criteria it might be a certain length of stay it might be only certain dates you know and and don't forget you can you know a lot of this is psychology and I don't want you to manipulate people in a a bad way but you can go out with up to 50% savings but that doesn't mean that all of your discounts have to be 50% you know for peak times you don't want to sell July 4th a beach destination at 50% discount, clearly, right? So you can have blackout dates or you could just do a smaller discount there. But you don't want to do it in a way that makes it difficult for the guests to find what they're looking for. I mean, I think you need to be transparent. You want to get people excited, but then you want to also make sure that it's favorable to you. You're getting people to stay when you need them to stay for the lengths that are appropriate. But um, yeah, we had a couple people when we were talking about this episode in the office today. Say, I wouldn't touch a hotel deal unless it was at least 50% off. And I, I don't think I'm in that camp. But if it was 20% off and credit towards food and beverage or or something like that, then then I, that could really get me excited. So so really look at what, what do you have to offer that's valuable that you can tack on to a discount. I think that's that's where you're going to get the the biggest bang for your buck. Yeah. And if you if
1: you want to work with other local attractions and, and create some type of partnership where, you know, there's discounted rate, discounted tickets to whatever attraction, you know, that that can be that can be eye-catching as well.
2: Yeah. I um had a client meeting earlier this week and we were talking about what specials had been booked during the course of the previous month. And this one property, the most popular special was something that included Starbucks. Like every morning, it was like two Starbucks every morning, and like mm-hmm. it's amazing. Just that little perk, just ramp <laughs> up that that package.
0: See what you did there. Yeah, perk. It's a literal and figurative perk. I love it. I'm funny. <laughs> we know. <laughs> I'm funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, what people value is is different, right? So you got to experiment always be testing try different things and see see what sticks you can, you can have multiple offers multiple deals you've got you know the length of november to to try to figure out what's going to move the needle but just just be strategic about it don't just throw it at the wall and see, you know hope for the best hope is not a strategy so make sure you you think it through and think about what think people have booked in the past that'll be a good place to start
1: yeah i mean really really Conveying this, conveying this value message, telling people that this is the best deal that they're going to get, um, it, it creates a little bit of urgency. And we we know based on our consumer sentiment study that you know eighty percent of the respondents of our latest um, latest edition, they still want to travel within the next year. They're they they say they're going to book a trip in the next year. So why not get them to book now? And why not get them to book with you? Um, create create a great deal. That's our that's our number two.
0: Yeah, and I I really want to drive home that make sure this is the lowest deal. What you don't want to do is train people to to bite on Cyber Monday and then find out later on that they get screwed because you drop your rates at another point. So you really need to commit annually to this being the lowest rate. Now, you can match this rate, and and I've seen a lot of folks do have success with an early spring sale event similar to Cyber Monday that they create themselves. I I think... um, there's like a national vacation day or something in, at the end of January. I forget when it is. That some people kind of put a campaign around. But it really doesn't have to be around an event. It just needs to be something that you drive awareness to and you create excitement for. But d- the worst thing you can do here is get a lot of people excited every year for Cyber Monday only to find out that if they just wait till March, they're going to get a better deal. Because it's counterproductive. So, so re- really you have to have the commitment um, to to make sure that you stick to this plan.
1: Yeah, if you put out something better than your Cyber Monday deal, they'll just cancel what they booked and then book again at whatever your new lowest rate is, and it's just going to cause a headache that you don't need. So make this your lowest rate and stick to it.
0: Yeah, I mean the other thing you might want to experiment with this year that which I, I don't know if this will work or not, but you could offer deeper discounts, non-refundable. Um, in, in, you know, there's a risk to that because a lot of people might not want to take the the plunge and say that the coronavirus is going to be okay by you know next June. But maybe some are. Maybe some would be willing to take roll the dice and say for 50% off. Yeah, I'll take a non-refundable rate. I don't know. It's something you could experiment with.
1: All right. We're ready to move to number 33333333. All right. So you put all the work in and created this fantastic deal. Number three is promote the deal. And make sure you're promoting it across all your platforms. Um, so we're talking about all platforms, all forms of communication that you have with guests. So on your website, within your social media, reach out to your email list. Uh, you should be noting this in your in your paid ads. And and. Before you you start promoting, once you have the deal created, make sure you get all those assets together, all the images, any video you're going to create, images for display ads. All of of those creative assets should be ready to go and that allows you to be a little more nimble around sale time. Um, Also, the messaging should be consistent across all platforms you're, you're using that old school marketing strategy of, of repetition. So when, when your guest gets an email, it's mentioning the same sale as they see on your social. Uh, and if they search for you, it's the same sale that they see in the paid ads. Um, it, it really you know, gets that message to stick that this is the, this is the big deal and this is the best time that, or, you know, best offer you're going to get all year, book it now. So yeah. the, that's the kind of stuff you need to be focusing on in the promotion and across all platforms.
0: And and some folks stagger that, right? That they, they want it to be on every channel, but they may kind of use the channels to 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 get people to do what they want to do. So, for example, if you want to drive people to your email sign up, maybe on social media, you don't necessarily give them direct access to book, but you you expose the deals. And then you drive them to sign up for an email or something like that, or vice versa, right? So you can use this as a as a, a carrot in front of the guest to get them to perform things that you want them to do. Again, don't you don't want to create friction necessarily, but at the end of the day, if you're not going to get a booking, getting an email address is the next best thing. So try trying to leverage all your assets to drive sign ups to drive. Um, bookings is the best thing you can do. So it might be that a week before you launch your, your deals, you start promoting on social that your cyber deals are going to be coming to get exclusive access, sign up for this newsletter right here, that kind of thing. Yeah.
1: And that's why we recommend having a page for your cyber sale on your website. So you're driving that social media traffic to that page. You're driving the email traffic to that page. Uh, maybe a site link within your paid ads is, is also going to that page. Uh, that page should, you know, it, you should be able to book from there. You should also be able to sign up for more information about the sales, you know, collecting email addresses that way. Uh, another thing you're doing is, is sending everybody to one spot and, you can create a, a segment or an audience of people who have visited that page and, and you might reach back out to them with you know, more display ads or remarketing lists for search ads um, in, in the future. So definitely create create a page on your site that, that features the cyber sale.
0: Yeah, and, and each, each year keep the same page and just update it. You know That's what the OTAs are doing. And then you can start potentially even getting some organic traffic to that page over time.
2: That's what I was going to say, is that we have seen, I'm not tons and tons, but the traffic that does come in naturally through those pages is super qualified and does convert well. So it's definitely worth keeping it around, for sure.
0: Yeah. And keep, keeping, you know, keep, keep making sure you're thinking about the keywords that people would be searching, you know, Cyber Monday hotel deals in Austin, Texas, things like that. Maybe um, it's not even hotels, maybe it's just Cyber Monday deals in Austin, Texas. Maybe you could you know put put a section on that page which highlights other cyber deals for non hotels in the area things like that as well so making it a true resource for people but one one thing that i've i've often thought about i don't I haven't seen anyone really do it is maybe gate some of that content as well at least for for make it time sensitive gated so for the first week the only way you can see the deals is by signing up or signing in and so it becomes we'll talk a little bit about this in a second but it comes a little more exclusive to people before it gets rolled out to the to the public so you could make people have to sign in to, to access the deals initially that's a
1: that's a great point Stuart. collect those emails and reach back out to the list and make sure when you, we are collecting these emails if they're if they are joining your newsletter through through this cyber page um you should be creating a segment of people who you know are interested in these cyber deals. And and you can reach out to them with specific messaging, personalized messaging, reaching them with exactly what they were looking for.
0: Yeah, and then the the last thing I'll say on this one is, you know, really really think through what is it I want to accomplish from these people. I mean, obviously a booking, um, an email sign up, maybe number two, but maybe I just launched a new initiative. Maybe I've got a new loyalty program. Maybe I've got a new mobile app. Right. Say I just launched a new mobile app, and I want people to download it. Maybe your early deepest discounts this year are only exclusively available to people that download the mobile app. Maybe you put them there. Right. So really think through what is it I want to gain. It's not just bookings. I want people to perform that specific action. Uh, I think you could have a lot of success with that. And then again, you would promote the fact that if you download the app, you get access to the the secret deals, across from the mobile app. Um, you promote that across your social channels, your email database, and everywhere. You're going to see a massive spike in downloads. So just just think through it. I think that's the key there. I like that, Stuart. Good call. Alrighty. All right,
1: ready for number four, 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 four. All right, this is this is our our last component to your to your cyber strategy. You need to create a sense of urgency. I know I started this by saying you know start early. But we kind of pointed out other ways that you can create urgency. So, you know, this portion of the sale only lasts for, you know, this week in November, and then it's going to change for next week. Um, and and the, the best way to create the sense of urgency that we found is countdown timers. So it, it, people get to see that rolling clock of, okay, the seconds are ticking away. They need to take advantage. They need to purchase now and you can put these you know countdown timers on that cyber page on your website it can be on the home page of your website linking to your cyber page um and especially within your your ppc ad copy um you can you can build a countdown timer right into your ad copy that says sale ends in you know two days and five hours um, that 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 type of thing, again, it's just consistently creating that, that urgency and a consistent message of the sale will end soon, purchase now.
0: Yeah, so one really cool way of seeing people execute this so that you can have a, a longer sale but have consistent urgency so people don't want to miss out is you publish your schedule of deals, right? So you say… We're going to offer these deals on these days and they're only going to last for 24 hours or 48 hours or whatever it is. But you could you could segment however you want. It could be based on room type. It could be based on month of booking. It could be based on specific package to include other stuff. But you could say, okay, the next 24 hours we're going to be doing bookings for... January and February. The next 24 hours is going to be March and April. And and, and so you kind of break it down. And people gen- genuinely or generally know when they want to stay. And if you pre-publish what the discounts are going to be for those time periods, you're going to get people anticipating it, which is part of the fun of, of travel is the anticipation. Plus, you're going to then have the sense of urgency and the fear of missing out that happens when you have that. The other way you can create urgency and, and, and leverage that fear of missing out is to limit the number. So you might have an initial discount of X percent for certain times, but only the first 1,000 guests can take advantage of that. And and then you can leverage another psychological hack, which is social proof, where you say X number of people have already booked this and there's there's only three left or whatever. So you're you're doing a double whammy on the brain there. You're saying social proof and the fear of missing out at the same time, which is you know, that that just creates havoc and makes people very compelled to book at that point. So again, just make sure you're thinking through a strategy, make sure you're really analyzing what you're doing, why you're doing it, and what impact it's going to have on the guest. But the use of psychology here is really, really powerful.
2: And I was going to say there's a potential other way to flight that sale. So if you, again, you're starting at the beginning of November, but You know, you don't want to run it all November for everybody. You could, you know, incentivize your past guests first and give them the quote unquote deepest discount and let that sale run for, you know, 72 hours or a week. And then, you know, then you open it up to your Facebook fans and then it's just, you know, a free for all after that.
0: Yeah. People like that. that (laughs) Yeah. That exclusivity. That people feel special and they feel part of something that someone else isn't a part of is another really powerful psychological hack. So I agree. You're cool, Melissa. All right. Is that that four? That's the four. That's all four that we had. But, you know, I think to kind of put a bow on this. You gotta start thinking of this now. You know, gotta start preparing. You gotta start creating your assets. You gotta start building out your email templates. You gotta start working with your revenue team to make sure that you know what deals you're gonna be promoting once you realize what you can do, what dates you're gonna be promoting. Um, plan all that out now in the next couple of weeks and then start figuring out how you're gonna execute it. And if, if you need help with that, if you need a CRM that can tackle that, or you need a team that can help you kind of navigate this. And just shoot us an email, info@fueltravel.com. We'll be do this for lots and lots of clients every year. It, it, it does phenomenally well. It's exciting times. I'm really, I'm, I'm super,
2: super, super curious to see how this year goes.
0: Yeah, I am too. You know what really gets me excited? I'm not going to name the the property name because they didn't. Well, I didn't ask permission to share it, share it. But um, we we did we had a property, one of our resort destination properties. This often done kind of one-time deals here and there throughout the history of us working with them for, you know, 15 plus years. They did a, a, a special offer recently, one-time email exclusive offer similar to a cyber deal. And it booked over a hundred thousand dollars from one email. And, and I've never seen an email perform to that level. And it was a decent discount. It wasn't, you know, out of the ordinary, but it tells me, the people are really, really primed right now. If they see yeah. the right kind of deal, they're gonna pull the the trigger. Like I never thought I would see a hundred thousand dollars generated from a single email for a client, and and that's that's what happened. So I I think I'm I'm really optimistic that this could be a phenomenal Cyber Monday. So you want to make sure you're not giving away the farm you want to make sure that it's something that that you can live with if it sells a bucket load or you want to consider maybe limiting the the number that you're you're going to do at a specific discount. Um, but I, I really think if you you do this right this year, you can get a lot of revenue and a lot of, a lot of bookings on the books. So fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. I I think, I
1: think it's going to be a, a huge cyber Monday. Um, for for all involved. So from retail to, to hotels, I, I think that people are going to be shopping online like crazy. Nobody's, especially those who are used to going out and doing their shopping in the, in the big crowds. They're, they're still going to want to do it. Um, you know, it's missing some of that, but Hey, they're, they're deal seekers and, and they will be looking and they will be purchasing.
0: Yeah. I heard someone earlier this week, you know how people talk about their bucket lists? Yes. Well, there's, there's a, there's a, word that rhymes with buck and starts with f and so yes people call it a that list instead of a, list. <laughs> a bucket list and um for 2020 i th- it felt like a lot of people feel like that um that they, they haven't screw it i'm just gonna you know splurge i'm gonna do these things and i think that's travel is, is primed to take advantage of that you've heard people call it revenge travel for to coronavirus and Uh, it's got other terms too, but I really do think there's going to be this just desire to get out and do things coming into 2021. And what better time to get people to choose you than cyber Monday when they're going to be actively looking for it.
2: Agreed. Yeah.
0: So Laurie, Laurie needs to take all the credit for this episode. So thank you, Laurie for, for suggesting that we did this episode. Um, again, we did it, like three or four years ago now, um, episode 28. So you can go back and listen to that episode. And there's probably some tips in there that we didn't touch on today. But, yeah, thank you, Laurie. And if anyone else has topics they want to suggest, then just email info at com And we will do our best to, to tackle those. Cool. So, Phil, you're not going to be shopping yes. on Cyber Monday this year. I, I will
1: not be. Most likely will not be shopping at all. I'm going to have my hands full.
0: Yeah, quite literally. literally. Yeah. So that <laughs> those that you don't know. Um, Phil is expecting his first baby, and she is her due date is Cyber Monday, November 30th this year. So he he doesn't need to go shopping because he's got the best deal he's ever going to get right there. That's right. That's awesome. Life
2: will never be the same again.
1: <laughs> I, I am excited. Yeah.
0: As the parent of a 14-year-old and a 12-year-old, um, all I can say is good luck and enjoy <laughs> sleeping for the next next month or so, because you will never have a proper night's sleep again for the rest of your life. <laughs> sounds about right. Yep.
1: <laughs>
0: Alrighty, well, since we did all our housekeeping at the beginning of the episode, there's not really a whole lot to say other than... We are going to be exhibiting at Cyber Hightech this year, so if you want a free show pass to Cyber Hightech, as a Fueligan listener, uh, listen to this podcast and a friend of the show, we can give out free show passes. So if you are interested in receiving one of those, just email us info at fueltravel.com and just say, hey, I'd like a free show pass. Or you can go to our website at fueltravel.com slash hightech, and that will... Uh, show you a little form you can fill out and then we'll send you um, the opportunity to sign up for a free pass. Now this is unfortunately only available to hoteliers. It's not available to suppliers. It's just part of the deal we negotiated with Tech this year. They, they they don't want us to give away free tickets to suppliers but if you're a hotelier um, on the hotel side of the business and you want a free ticket to high, Cyber Tech, or you just want to come along and see our, our, our products at the show then hop on over fueltravel.com slash high tech or send us an email info at fueltravel.com and if you want to get the notes to today's show it's fueltravel.com slash podcast click on episode 167 and if you want to learn more about melissa where can they do that
2: i would recommend you find me on linkedin at my name which is spelled k-a-v-a-n-a-g-h that's a k no u that would not be me. If there's a K, if there's not a K or there is a U, that is not me.
0: You want to explain that anymore? It's pretty thorough. Um,
2: yeah, that's all I have to say.
0: All right. Phil Foriska, if they want to find you, does it, do they need a U to find you? No, there are no U's in my name either. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn
1: uh, at Phil all right,
0: you There's two in mine. So I've got, I've got both of your U's. It's at Stuart Butler. Anywhere you want to find me, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, I don't really care. Just, just find me, say, Hey, I like to hear from people that listen to the show. Um, and you can find us collectively at fuel travel again, info at dot com is the email address. Please go and leave a review. Like we've had five in the last two weeks. So keep those coming. That's phenomenal traction that we're getting. So thank you for that. We really, really appreciate it. And it is having an impact on the downloads too. So we, we, definitely want to keep encouraging that and until next time you have been listening to the fuel hotel marketing podcast
2: you can get a tv and a baby